Welcome to the Introvertpreneur Podcast. Take a breath because you are in the right place and you can finally stop apologizing for being an introvert. I'm Tara and I've discovered how to thrive as an entrepreneur while being 100% true to myself. Now I want to help you do the same. In these episodes, you're going to find everything you need to build a successful service-based business so you can stop competing with extroverts and grow and market your business with ease. Are you ready? Welcome back to another episode of the Introvertpreneur Podcast. I am so excited about today's episode because we are joined by my amazing brand photographer. So if you've looked at my website or seen any of my graphics, you will have seen her work. (laughs) She is absolutely amazing. So we are chatting with Nathalie from Pictonat Photography, and I'm so excited you're here. Thank you so much. Yay. Thanks for having me. It's such an honor. Yeah, so I would love for you to share a little bit more about you, who you are, and who you work with, what you do, whatever you want to share about yourself. Yeah, for sure. So my name is Natalie Amlani. I'm based in Toronto, but I do travel. So I did travel to Tara to do her branding photo shoot. And I service primarily entrepreneurs. And it's really entrepreneurs who have an online presence or who desire to have an online presence or start one because the way that I do my photo shoots is like storytelling approach. So it's really understanding the brands and all of the multiple perspectives and who that person is in terms of any of their personal interests, hobbies, because those are all connection points to their audience. So it's really storytelling that connects is what I love to do. And also to help with strategizing what pieces to showcase, because sometimes it's not something that comes very intuitively, like, okay, well, what do I want to showcase, right? So just really honing in and working with that person to strategize and map out what that photo shoot plan looks like. I've been doing this for about eight years being an entrepreneur, and I love it. Prior to that, I was a project manager at the banks and I was working in the banks for about 17 years. So I have a bit of corporate background, which contributed to kind of my desire to have my own business that is very customer service like centric. I love that. I think the strategy piece that you do with clients, that was like so needed, especially for me, because I felt so awkward going into a brand photo shoot as an introvert, like I'm not comfortable in front of the camera. And Having that strategy piece where I felt like you helped me map out everything that was going to happen, what it was going to look like, the stories I wanted to tell, that was that just changed the whole day for me. Oh, that's awesome. I love that. <laughs> Something that I really try to do, like doing the planning upfront in advance, because it just helps to kind of calm and bring ease to the whole experience because both parties know kind of what to expect. We're on the same page. And I also want to make sure that my client feels like heard and that I'm actually like understanding and and listening to what their vision is and how they want to be seen, what their vibe is. Because then on the shoot day, we're we're really just working off of that playbook. And then we have room to like improvise and play and do things that were unplanned. Yeah. I I think that's kind of the essential piece because I know like going into it, maybe A lot of other introverts listening are the same way. Like I had all these visions in my head about like bold colors and like bold poses. And I'm like, it's not me. That's not my brand. (laughs) So why am I trying to do that? But I see those images and I'm like, oh, that would be so awesome. But 
yeah, it just, it wouldn't come across well for me, I don't think, because I, I have such a more relaxed personality and trying to like showcase an energizing personality, like it just wouldn't match. <laughs> so it's like, yeah. sometimes we're just in our head about it. Like we see something, we're like, oh, I want to do that. But we don't think about, will it actually work? And will it like help get my brand across to people? Or is it just going to confuse the heck out of people who see it? Yeah, totally. It just has to make sense, right? And feel like you, like feel really like authentic. And I know that word is overused, but that's where there's a whole like alignment piece to like who we are and our values that that has to come out. Yeah. So what are some of your top tips for introverts who are preparing for a brand photo shoot? I know I have some I can share that helped me, but I think the planning piece was essential. Yes. So I'm, because even being an introvert myself, like I like to know what to expect, like what are the logistics going to be so that I can kind of almost mentally prepare and visualize. I just like to know that just helps to calm my own nervous system as well. And so that I can conjure up that, that energy. So for a photo shoot, planning is really key, but also like, I know this sounds maybe a little cliche, but in terms of getting a lot of sleep, and kind of nurturing yourself for the experience, it totally plays a part. So I always encourage like sleeping early, drinking a ton of water because it's just like a lot of mental thinking that's going on during the shoot, which can be a little bit draining, but also doing some research on the poses and practicing some of the poses as well in the mirror, I find really helps because there is something to be said about like muscle memory as well. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we don't, it's it kind of like, cause it can come across a bit awkward, but knowing, you know, how it kind of feels when you're doing that pose or turning to the side can really help bring a lot of ease into the experience. And then the other piece I find is really honing in on like, what makes you feel comfortable in terms of like, is it certain type of music? Is there a certain ritual or routine that you need to have in the morning? fine with myself like even for example knowing that I was going to be doing podcast interviews and on camera today I like worked out in the morning and took a bath because I needed to like center myself with me water is my like thing I have to be in water so that I would kind of have that grounded energy to show up I love that yeah I think my biggest thing too and I think what I did when we did I I did a brand builder experience so it it felt very VIP the entire day (laughs) and I think I I did that because I was like well yes I want lots of different photos and I want a massive amount of because I I felt at the time I didn't really have any good photos so I, I knew I wanted like a lot but I think I also booked the entire day experience because I was like I'm gonna be like it's going to take like half the day for me to warm up. Like, you know, in the past when I've done like our engagement photo shoot with my husband, like many moons ago, it was like, I think it was a 45 minute shoot. And I was like the last five minutes, I finally felt comfortable. So I was like, okay, let's, let's go ahead and let's book like a whole day. So that way, maybe like halfway through the day, I'll feel comfortable. But I mean, you made it so comfortable. Like I think an hour in, I was like, yeah, I'm I'm relaxed. I'm, I'm, I'm at ease. So I think giving yourself more time, especially for your first shoot, like booking a longer kind of experience or session, and then also working with a photographer who's going to make you feel comfortable. Yes, yes. Having that kind of conversation and that relationship, because it really was just you and I together in like a room. (laughs) (laughs) There has to be some sort of like comfort level of just like expressing 
what you want to do next, how you feel or asking me question or me being able to tell you like it, it is a very much a like relationship based experience. Yeah. And I, I feel more comfortable now, like doing the full day. Now I'm like, yeah, you're doing a mini brand session. Sign me up. Like I can, yeah. I can get comfortable in that amount of time now. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Or semi-comfortable. Cause I mean, I do have anxiety, so I'm never like fully comfortable, but <laughs> much more relaxed and, and at ease in front of the camera, which was always a challenge of mine. So I'd love to talk a little bit more about like the approach of storytelling with your brand photos, because I think I mentioned it with like seeing all these amazing photos you're using for inspiration and you're like, oh, that would be amazing. I, I want to do that. I love their outfit. But I mean, I, I look at dresses and I'm like, oh, that is such an amazing dress and outfit. But I'm like, I would never wear that. So why would I wear that for a photo shoot? So for storytelling for photos, I feel it's almost like what you put out there is what you'll attract, but also you want to attract the people that you want to work with, right? So your dream clients and speaking with them. And it's showing up as you are. So how does that play into storytelling? It's like when we pair it up with our content or marketing or whatnot, we feel good in showing up because we're showcasing ourselves. So there's the visual component. But for the storytelling piece, I love to show the different perspectives. So there's the batch of lifestyle image is where the like the person is on the couch at the desk doing their thing. But then it's like peeling back the layers a little bit more. Just like when we're reading a storybook, there's all these different perspectives that take us along. And sometimes we don't even read the words and we can kind of tell what the story is. So like, how does it look like when you start your day? Or how does it look like when you're planning? How does it look like when you're meeting a client or if you're a product-based business, like even packaging the product to send off to someone? Like, what are some of the behind the scenes perspectives that you wouldn't really think to put on like a billboard if you're to market your product but you're taking people behind the scenes the journey and also showcasing a little bit more about yourself that you wouldn't typically kind of showcase you know if you're taking a picture for just your business card you may not showcase yourself like journaling or in your kitchen cooking because you love cooking but those are connection points in storytelling that people will feel closer to you Right. So I find that since I've started this approach, even with myself, like I start to attract people who have common interests, like maybe who like to travel or who've been to the same place that I've traveled to or who might have a child the same age or who likes like the same, I don't know, coffee shop that I like. You know what I mean? Like it's just little things that deepen the connection a little bit more. And that's the whole point of the storytelling approach because people want to be able to also picture themselves working with you. So that's another way of telling that story. Like this is what it looks like when I'm working with someone. And then, you know, they can see that you look very like approachable and trustworthy. And they're like, okay, I can do this. Yeah, I think that's so important, especially if you're like a service provider or a coach, like they, they want to know you. They want that like, lifestyle. They just don't want to look at a headshot. That's like super corporate looking and posed and very stiff. So I love focusing more on, on lifestyle shots and it does allow people to see a little more into your world, not just you as a business owner. Like it, it showcases your, your story, your likes and dislikes, your values a little bit. Like I love that we did so many photos with my dogs too, because yes, I, yes. I talk about them so much and they're a big part of my personal life and working from home with them here. 
And I was like, I always talk about them, but the only photos I have are just of them. I don't have photos of them and me. So I was like, yeah, let's, let's add them into the shoot. (laughs) Yeah. And it was really cool because we did some shots. I remember where you were at your desk, but we could see one of your dogs on the couch in the background, Mm -hmm. which is very realistic of like, dogs just love to be around their owners and like, yeah, (laughs) they're doing and just hang out. Right. Like it was, it felt very natural just to have that that setting. I love that. Yeah. And I think like, what are some tips around like people who really are uncomfortable in front of the camera? Like they take a while to warm up. They're very stiff. I know you mentioned posing, but is there anything like mentally preparing yourself for a photo shoot? And like, cause I know that the ones I've done in the past where it was like 30, 45 minutes, like for our engagement photos, we also did trash the dress session. Then oh, I've done that. a I've done a boudoir photo shoot, and it was I was so uncomfortable until like the last five minutes because they were so short. But <laughs> is there anything like mentally to prepare for getting in front of the camera and being more natural and relaxed? Yeah. So some of the like some of the limiting beliefs that happen when we show up in front of the camera, or even let's say like at a networking event, is like, what will people think of me? Will they like me? Do I look good enough? Right. So it's like shifting those beliefs and working on some of these self affirmations. Like I am enough. I am worth it. I am brave. Like I am brave is one of the the things I was telling myself over and over when I went to a networking event on Sunday with an audience I've never interacted Mm -hmm. with. I was like, what am I doing? (laughs) I was like, oh my gosh, what am I doing? Am I wearing the right thing? And I'm like, you know what? I'm brave. I'm worth it. Like I'm just going to give my all and just be myself. Like what is the worst that can happen? Right. And just really like feeling proud that I wanted to showcase myself and expand and my like network. And it kind of, as I was actually thinking about my, my like kids, I'm like, how, how do I explain to them how mommy was brave when she was scared? Right. So it's almost like talking to your inner child, like you got this, it's okay. And also acknowledging those feelings, like, I, I understand that you're scared and or nervous or, or just don't want to do it. And that's totally okay. And then so for the mindset shifts, like I love meditations, but choosing some of those like words of affirmation and mantras and maybe even having it, you know, seeing it in the mirror. There's a book by Louise Hayes called Life Loves You. And one of the practices that she talks about is looking in the mirror and saying, life loves you, life loves you. And you're like looking at yourself in the eye. And I was like, oh, that's, that's interesting. And then she also has this other exercise where you have post-it notes and you're writing like words of affirmation and you put them on the mirror. So you see them, right? So it's almost like taking the time to like nurture ourselves as we would to like our inner child or to a kid like who's nervous. Yeah, I think that's important because I I feel like if you don't do that, the other options are you just let those thoughts win and you like run out of there and like don't do it (laughs) or you force them down. You don't acknowledge them. You just like push through it, which I mean, we'll get the job done, whatever it is you're worried about or scared about, but not acknowledging those feelings, I think is, is one thing that led to my panic attack that I had in Las Vegas. That was the worst thing I've ever experienced is because I wasn't acknowledging my anxiety. I was like, I don't have anxiety. I'm just whatever. I'm just awkward. I'm just nervous. Like everyone gets nervous. I'm just like ignoring it. And that's like the worst thing you can do too. Yeah. Or even just like really taking notice of like when you're in situations that make you uncomfortable, what do you tend to do to soothe your or calm your nervous system? 
for me, for example, I'm, I'm hosting an in-person event tomorrow. So I, I know myself and I'm like starting to feel nervous and anxious about it because I'm like, okay, this is like one-stop shop, but you know what I mean? So I went and got a massage yesterday or when I did a promo video for the business, I was starting to feel anxious because video is actually really different than camera and you can mm-hmm. talk and I don't know. It's just, it was just different because even trying to remember my lines, there's a whole different approach to it because each line has to be said with so much energy. Cause I'm like, okay, what if I forget? But anyways, I went and got a Reiki session done two days before because I knew like I was starting to, it was just kind of like taking notice on like, what are some of the things that you can do for yourself as well to the, that, that, you know, works. Yeah. Instead of just pushing through it and forcing yourself to to do it. Yeah. I'm sure as a photographer, you get a lot of people who are like, oh, I really want new brand photos, but I want to wait until I lose weight or I want to wait until like, I'm not sure what to wear or all of these mindset things. So I'd love to hear any thoughts around some, some of the big mindset things that people have maybe said or are thinking about that are stopping them from booking a brand shoot. Yeah. So I heard those comments a lot during, especially during the pandemic, when we were all kind of inside at home and not really going out and not really being active. A lot of there's, there's been a lot of weight gain and whatnot. So that's not uncommon to hear at all. Like I'll wait until I'm in better shape or get a haircut or get my hair dyed or when I'm ready or when my website is going to be out. Like some people just have these certain milestones that they want to wait for. And really there's no perfect time or brand photos. And I really encourage getting them, like if you don't have a batch, because it'll really change the way a business shows up for their business and in their business, because then you can essentially start launching stuff, right? And you look like you that point in time, and it's like anything to do with like weight gain or aesthetics, we can work that those are things that we can work on and solve, right? So that could be through outfits or posing or taking certain angles or shots that don't really emphasize the areas of insecurity, like that can be worked on. But really, I really encourage it because it's really the like energy of the person that we're focused on and the vibe. So it's that like approachability, what does a person look like? Just who does it look like in general that we're working with behind this business? Because that's what's going to set you apart, right? There could be like many coaches, many photographers, but they kind of know like what I look like and what I'm about then that in itself can be the thing that converts. Yeah, because I think sometimes we we look at like celebrities and we're like, oh, we need to be like that polished and perfect in our brand photos. But that's not real. That's not like you want to show up in a, again, the word authentic. You yeah, want to show yeah. up as authentically yourself. Yes, totally. Absolutely. It's just like with the dating apps, like people are very familiar with that scenario of like, you're looking at a dating app and you meet the person and the picture looks completely different. And then it creates a feeling of like distrust. So having those point in time images and people like what they see is who you are and what they get, that's like instant trust. I love that. Yeah. And what are your thoughts around like how often do you feel that you should be like redoing or like adding new brand session or new photos into your marketing and and branding? Yeah. So I would say it really depends on the type of business, but I would say at least annually, because I feel like as entrepreneurs, we're always setting kind of new goals, at least on an annual basis, right? On what we want to achieve and set out 
And we're always constantly evolving, which means that the energy that we're putting out there and how we project ourselves is evolving as well. So you want to capture that evolution so that your kind of visual branding is aligned to what you're putting out there. I think that would be really great. And then there are businesses that are like 100% online who launch often. So if they're launching every quarter or whatnot, then you could go like every quarter. And that way, the like launch images are kind of a, a like batch that flow with that set of, you know, launch material. Because some people want it to be certain colors or have a certain tone or flair, or maybe it's like tied to the seasons. So really kind of seeing like what the business model looks like, but I would say at least annually. I'm definitely overdue. I've been like looking at your quarterly mini marathons and yeah, I'm like, I think the, the last one I looked at, I think it was, is it for March? Next one is in um, May. Okay. Last one was in February. Okay. Maybe it was the February one. I was like, oh, the day that it is, I had like an all day event and I'm like, shoot. So I'll have to look at the May one (laughs) and see, cause now I'm like, now I know you, I'm comfortable. I'm like, I think having it in a different setting, like I have the, I definitely want to do another like all day thing here, (laughs) but I think like just having the option. Like, I love how you have so many different ways to get brand photos. Did you want to share like how you work with clients, like what your different packages look like? Yeah. Okay. So there's a VIP experience that Tara mentioned, and that is where we go deep in doing the strategy work. So planning and because I love to kind of get into the minds of the business owner to understand everything that they desire for their brand and for their business and how they want it to be received and seen. So um, from there, I produced that playbook. So the VIP experience is all day and we pretty much execute on capturing all those different story buckets. And then I also like to arrange like lunch and then makeups included. So you're really like taking care of the entire day. And that so for the entire day, I think it's like up to five or six hours and that could be multiple locations. So that way we can showcase different perspectives, different environments. So that's a VIP package. And I, and I love that one. It's just like so much fun because we go really deep. And for the mini session marathons that you were mentioning, that happens every quarter. And those are called like brand refresh mini sessions. And the reason why it happens quarterly is because I'll pick like a, like a date, time and location and I'll curate that day. Like I'll, I'll, I'll pick a studio location that has an aesthetic that will work for most brands and is very versatile. And pretty much people come back to back and then I'll have also touch point calls where we'll touch base on like what we're going to be covering for the shoot. And it's one hour and I follow like a flow, right? So there are certain like standard images that will always be captured in every branding session, like lifestyle images. So I'll go with the flow. And then also based on the call that we had, capture all those like unique shots that are specific to that brand. And it's a, it's a great way to get a refresh for brands that are either refreshing their content like yourself or who are kind of getting their their feet wet and maybe they just need like handful of images for their website like some people are like I just need like a few for my website or social media and they just aren't quite sure how it looks like to use it so much and then they'll often start learning and being like okay I'm just going to upgrade and get all the images because the frequency that you can post and use these images is you know it's, it's real. It's like a lot to get engagement. I think you have like those two packages. I feel like there's people who are like, I'm going all in like right now. And then I'll do like, just touch up every quarter with the, 
with the mini session. And then there's people who are like, oh, I just want to test it out and see if I'm comfortable. And yeah, I, I love that you have those those two offers. Yeah. And I've definitely been like, every time you email about releasing the date for the next quarterly, I'm like, oh my God, let me check my calendar. <laughs> And then there's one more offering that I'm working on. And I didn't realize this, I guess being in in Ontario, there's actually quite an abundance of like brand photographers, but around the United States and in Canada, it's not actually quite as common. So being in like programs where there's a lot of people from the like US, for example, they're like, oh, we don't have a lot of brand photographers around here. I'm like, what? How can you not? But like a service is like helping to plan the photo shoot from end to end and writing out that playbook. And then hopping on the call with their local photographer, whatever genre that they shoot and walking them through the process and how they can shoot it for that client. So like a like brand playbook strategy session for photo shoots. That is amazing. Yeah, I I think that is so beneficial because I know like when I was first searching for a brand photographer, I was like, there's nobody like local, (laughs) like you're, (laughs) you're pretty local, but I mean, we had to travel to each other, but in this entire area, there was no brand photographers. It, any brand photographer that came up around this area searching Google for brand photography, it was more like it was actually product photography, not actual brand photography. Yeah, yeah. So my my goal is to really make it as like accessible as possible. Like if you don't have a brand photographer, I can help you plan it and map out everything. And then we can hand it over to another photographer to shoot. I love that because then, I mean, you could market that to the people who don't have a photographer who specializes in brand photography, but then you could also like position that to photographers who want to get into brand photography. Like, hey, let me strategize and map out your first brand session for you. It'll make it a lot easier. You're going to get better results for your client. Like, oh, I like that. I never thought about that. See, this is like <laughs> a little bit of coaching here on this episode. That's awesome. I like that great idea. Yeah, I love that cuz I I know I've I've seen a few photographers like I have a friend that I went to high school with who's a photographer. She she mostly does like children and boudoir sessions, but I'm like you should get into brand photography. <laughs> so yeah, I think that would be an awesome way to for a photographer cuz I feel like brand photography is pretty different. It's really about curating an experience. It's not you need to like be more knowledgeable about the client versus like cute family shots. It's like, it's seeing things in a different perspective, but really stepping into the shoes of the client and providing that creative direction for them to do, right? Because it's like, if I'm telling you to sit at a desk and do stuff, but it's not what you normally do. Like I, cause I really have to put myself in your seat, like in your shoes to know how to tell you how to pose and stuff like that, that feels natural and is aligned to your brand. Yeah, that makes sense. Because I feel like too, sometimes the clients might be like, oh, let's do something crazy. And if you don't know them, you're like, okay, let's do it. And then after they get the photos back, they're like, oh, that's really not me or the brand that I want to put out. (laughs) And it's also having that comfort to say like, no, you know what I mean? Like sometimes if I'm like, okay, let's do a cheesy thing where you're pointing to the side. And I love those poses. I love those graphics for for using them for like cutting out the background and like using them as like an ad or something. It's like perfect. (laughs) I've definitely had some clients who were like, no, it's totally not me. I can't do it. I'm like, okay, okay. You know, it's all good. (laughs) No problem. But yeah, it's being able to kind of flow like in that way 
and not so that like, I don't take it personally, you know, I'll definitely suggest some things that are fun and see. Yeah. And if anyone listening wants to see an example of that, just look at my podcast art. There's, <laughs> I, I use the photo of me pointing up and for the podcast cover <laughs> to point up at the name of the podcast on the cover art. So <laughs> Love that. You can check that out. And that is one of the photos from my VIP brand builder day. So <laughs> I know you're big on not just photography, but like teaching people how to figure out their brands, because I feel like you do need the strategy and the like guidance and direction. But if you are totally confused about your brand and what your values are, what it stands for, it's kind of hard to map out a solid plan and strategize without having that foundational knowledge in place. Yeah. Yeah. So I love breaking it down into some of the like common questions is like, you know, who is your target audience and describe where they hang out, really knowing them like kind of as if you're like stalking the person like, oh, they, you know, like at home, they'd be ordering this or like, they love to go hang out here on weekends. So really understanding your client, but then thinking about like, how do you want people to feel when they interact with your business? So like the feeling part's really important. And then I found that doing the exercise of like Pinterest and putting in keywords really helps. Like maybe you are someone who likes dark and moody or a kind of more minimalist vibe or just putting in the like type of coach that you are and kind of seeing what comes up, just seeing what sparks inspiration. But the key is to really do this in solitude, like doing this as a solo exercise, because I think for myself, when I was trying to form like who I want to serve and stuff like that, I was comparing myself a lot to other photographers or to other businesses. And I would be like, okay, well, I think I should serve this set of people because, or like, I would want to serve everyone because I have fear of missing out. And that is dangerous because then I started doing like volume photography and saying yes to everything. And I was burnt out and I wasn't happy. So then through the iterations of like understanding and really doing the exercise for myself, like this is who I want to serve. I'm not going to be missing out. I'm not meant to please everybody. And it's okay that some people don't want to work with me. It's like that mindset shift that really helped to, to move me forward. And that also being forgiving and that who we think we want to serve in the beginning can change, right? So it doesn't have to be perfect. It's like, okay, who do I want to work with? Who do I want to like to buy from me? It's just really like honing in on like what I want as a person, not like who I think should be like, there's a bit of a difference. I love that you said that things can shift and change with your brand, because I think that's so critical with having at least annual brand photos done because I mean, where I was at a year ago is totally far from where I am today. So I think being open to and understanding that, you know, it's okay to pivot. It's okay to change your brand will stay your brand, but it will evolve and grow. So yes, absolutely. The, the whole evolution of us as human beings is the same as what our brands will go through. And any big box office company has the story of their brand evolution and their logos changing the things that they offer changing. And that's the same for being a, a solopreneur or like a, a smaller business. Like were allowed to shift. And I think that was one of the problems I had of like letting go and allowing myself to shift because I was nervous about who I'd be, you know, letting go or like, will this new set of people want to work with me? 
But when I started to believe that I am worth it and they would want to work with me, yes, that's that was like a big shift. I love that. Yeah. And I know you also have your own podcast. So we're going to link that in the show notes for sure. So focal tangent perspectives that shift. I just, I love that. Again, we're talking about like shifting and evolving. And then you have a couple of freebies. So the brand clarity workbook, and then you also have a free checklist, 12 ways to use your personal brand photos to shine online. So we'll have those links in the show notes as well for everyone to go and grab. Yes. Perfect. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much for being here. This was an amazing conversation. And yeah, I, I need to look into your May, your May ses- mini sessions and see if that's going to work for me. Cause yeah, I definitely want to, to keep my, my brand photos updated and refreshed. And you're so amazing to work with that. I just, I love working with you. I could work with you like Yay. every month <laughs> if I could. <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you so much for joining me today. This episode may have ended, but there are ways we can stay in touch until next time. You can join me at thetarareed.com, where you can find tons of blog posts and resources that will also help you grow your business. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram at introvertcoach, where I share more introvert-friendly and service-based business tips with you. If you love what you're hearing, drop a five-star rating and review telling me what you are loving about the podcast so that I can continue to encourage as many introverted entrepreneurs as possible. Until next time, keep using your introvert superpowers.